This PBS NewsHour podcast is supported in part by Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. Thanks to Dana-Farber's foundational work, protein degradation can target and destroy cancer-causing proteins right inside the cell. It's how Dana-Farber is working to treat previously untreatable cancers. Learn more at DanaFarber.org slash everywhere. As we reported earlier, jobless claims were up today. In fact, roughly one-third of the unemployed have now been out of work for more than six months, about 3.6 million people without regular work since the start of the pandemic. For older workers in particular, this kind of long-term unemployment can be the end of the road. Economics correspondent Paul Salmon looks at their problem as part of his series, Unfinished Business. Um, I get a call from uh, my manager and he says, um, well, we've had to make some cutbacks due to COVID. You were the one that we chose to let go. And poof, 61-year-old Kathy Doctor, an IT liaison at Cincinnati-based Cintas, was just another older American out of a job. I've been with the company for 30 years. I never dreamed they would terminate me in that way. I mean, I, I've never been fired from anything. Weeks before, in a meeting about how the firm was handling COVID, a young colleague stormed out. And he just blew up at my manager. A few hours later, I was at my desk and my supervisor came over and told me that they needed to talk to me. And he said, we know that you instigated that entire outburst from him. We're telling you right now, we're not going to tolerate that. The charge was absurd, says the grandmother of six, but she was terminated. The young co-worker still there. Do you think that they were thinking, we're going to get rid of her, we'll use this incident as the excuse? Yes. What do you think prompted the dismissal? I think it was um, my age and my um, physical condition because I have cirrhosis. That puts doctor at higher risk of severe illness from COVID-19. Kathy's situation is not uh, unusual. Not at Cintas, says attorney Catherine Daughtry Neff, nor at lots of firms these days. They are using COVID-19 and the economy as an excuse to create layoffs. You ask a company that could be because the long-term or older workers tend to earn more. They may also be trying to avoid additional expenses with insurance premiums going up if they have an older workforce who could be subject to more difficult problems with COVID. The recession rule of thumb used to be last hired, first fired. So the new reality is a real departure from the past for older workers, says economist Teresa Gillarducci. This is a trend that we all are surprised about because it used to be that at least experience and attachment to the employer paid off in a recession, that you saw the younger workers being um, pushed out a, a lot faster. But unemployment rates for workers 55 and older have been higher than mid-career employees since the start of this pandemic, says Gilarducci. The volatility of this recession is much greater than it was even in the last recession. And in those times, you have employers going very short term and getting rid of headcount, getting rid of high cost headcount is the order of the day. Age bias has been amplified by the virus, but of course it's nothing new. I was part of a large uh, resource action, which is basically a purge of employees. Marjorie Madfis, then 57, was a digital marketing strategist at IBM. We brought them into the world of Twitter, into Pinterest, and kept 
sort of pushing forward IBM. So you're in the right place at the right time with the right skills. Yes, I was. Yes, the rest of my team was. But in 2013, most of Madfis's team was shown the door, as were 6,000 others at IBM. The majority of people who were let go are people who are over 50. Come on, Gracie, bring your ball. 61-year-old Ed Miyoshi had joined IBM right out of college. It was always the young guy, and then suddenly I wasn't anymore. <laughs> in 2016, Miyoshi worked in a unit that ran computer systems for other firms. I had been a high performer for many years, so my salary was at the top of the grid. My benefits were higher than most people's. I was old enough to still qualify for the old IBM pension plan. How can you be a, a young, hip company working on all these newfangled things and having a lot of people with gray hair running around doing it? First, the other members of his team, all older, were ousted, and then... I'm on my 35th service anniversary, and I get a call from my manager. Uh, he said, I, I hate to tell you this, but you're being resource actioned uh, a week before Christmas. Really? Yes. What was interesting, though, was I was hired to do that exact same job as a contractor after I was laid off from IBM. Were you getting paid anywhere near the same amount? The first year I worked as a contractor, I made $20,000 less. The next year, Miyoshi made $40,000 a year less, but he stuck with it until last year. One day I come into the office and it's, you have to, you're done, you have to go. We're talking about tens and tens of thousands of people. Journalist Peter Gosselin says age bias at IBM was widespread. Basically 86% of all the people that IBM laid off in the last five years have been older workers. Older meaning older than 50? Yeah. IBM has maintained that age plays no role in employment actions, but in August, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission determined that the company engaged in systematic age discrimination. Ed Miyoshi joined a class action suit against the firm. But IBM's no outlier, says Gosselin. Looking across a nationally representative sample of older American workers, something like 60% of people, before they get to be 70, they're laid off. And when Gosselin was 63, I myself was laid off from a job. I thought I had a good resume and I could get a job, and I was out for a long, long time. He finally raised money to fund his own reporting on age discrimination at nonprofit ProPublica. Ex-IBMer Ed Miyoshi has plenty of hobbies and may not need the money, but he continues to look for work. I've got some things to offer. I've certainly got some skills and I'm you know certainly not ready to watch TV all day for, for the rest of my life. After her layoff, Marjorie Madfus just gave up looking. <laughs> I remember having an interview with a young man who uh, came in his jeans, put his feet up on the chair and was texting during the interview. And that was kind of the aha moment. I said, I, I really don't want to be somebody's mother in a job. Instead, Madfis is doing something less rewarding financially, but far more emotionally, running a nonprofit to teach job skills to women with autism, like her American girl-loving daughter Izzy. I'm learning how to accept feedback. With customers, I've learned how to control my temper. <laughs> customers can be overwhelming at times. Pre-pandemic, Izzy learned on the job at a second-hand doll store. Hi. Now she and her peers meet on Zoom. Kathy Doctor, she's now been jobless for seven months. I am running out of money. I had money saved, but I mean, I'm running out of money now. And now I have to pay for Cobra. 
which costs an additional $550 a month because I can't get coverage anywhere else because I have pre-existing conditions. Unless I go to what's left of Obamacare and try to get in coverage there, I'm pretty much stuck. But I can tell you that I will not be able to pay for COBRA after the first of the year because I just can't afford it anymore. Do you go uninsured? I'll have to. I don't have any other choice. For the PBS NewsHour, this is Paul Salmon. Sobering story to make us all think. Thank you, Paul.